0: verifying the noon hour is here and it's time to talk about the teams you love with the guys you know and trust that's right
1: we are the best
0: this is hans olsen and scotty g on 97.5 1280 the zone powered by kslsports.com 97.5, 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olson, Scott Gerrard, hope you're having a tremendous day. Thanks for making us part of yours. Hans Olson out today, dealing with some uh, got some family obligations you've got to attend to, so we're flying this ship solo. So joining us now as we do every Tuesday right out of the gate, easy the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson. Coach, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. How you doing, Scotty?
0: I'm, I'm hanging in there. Double dose. We'll do the coach's show a little bit later on today as well, but... Uh, I tell you what, congratulations. I know you got a big week ahead of you. I know you got a conference championship game, but uh, winning that division title um, and uh, doing so in convincing fashion, I'm sure had to feel good for you and your guys.
1: Yeah, it did. I mean, you just wanted to go down and take care of business in Albuquerque and give ourselves a chance, and and, and we did that. It has not been a perfect ride by any means, but, (laughs) man, be, be super, super excited with what this group has done and really what's still ahead of them. Uh, we, we get out on the field today, just to try to prepare for a really good San Diego State team, but I mean just to get it get the opportunity, considering just uh, I think what we what we 've seen and and where we 've come from to get to where we 're at and it 's just guys deserve a ton of credit for what they 've done so with that and what you 've been
0: able to uh, get done this year uh, but there 's always been some uh, some of those games where it's been a little bit uh, nerve-wracking uh, to go down and have no drama whatsoever and then just kind of sit back and see how that Colorado State, uh, or excuse me, that Boise State uh, game played out with San Diego State. Uh, that was fun for to be able to just sit back and just uh, enjoy the game and not have to worry about uh, what what else was going on because uh, you were able to take care of business. Uh, did you get the vibe going into that game that you felt like uh, your team was in a situation where you could, uh, you could take care of business?
1: I did. I mean, we 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 knew. I mean, New Mexico is struggling physically, a lot of injuries, and, and I think just making some changes to try to be competitive. But, you know, you just saw a couple of weeks earlier where they found a way to beat Wyoming. So you, you knew that was possible. I uh, was really wanting to just make sure that we did what we were supposed to do. And we struggled coming out of the gate at UNLV in, in a very similar situation. We struggled out of the gate in New Mexico State. You know, records weren't very good. Knew the crowd wasn't going to be very... Energetic, you weren't going to get a lot of energy out of the, uh, you know, the environment. So the challenge was just to go take care of business and do what we're supposed to do. I thought we had a good week of prep. I felt like our heads were in the right spot coming out of the, you know, the loss to Wyoming and it had played the way we wanted to. But until you go out and you put it together on the field, uh it, it you know, you're you're still, you know, me. I don't I don't yeah. sleep a lot this time of year. Uh, so I was really pleased. With how we came out and played defensively, we did what we we're supposed to. We controlled the triple option, didn't give up the big trick play, the big, you know, play action pass. And then offensively, uh, against a very difficult defense to prepare for, we 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 managed to stay ahead of the chains and we hit the big plays that we had to early to stretch that thing out and go in at halftime feeling pretty comfortable about where we were. Blake
0: Anderson, head coach at uh, Utah State, kind enough to join us for his weekly conversation as we'll, uh, as Utah State gets set for their showdown coming up against San Diego State for the conference championship uh, coming up on Saturday. Uh, I'm sure you know throughout the year, even though you did not play San Diego State, there were some crossover games. So I'm sure at some point you've had some eyes on this team. But uh, what jumps out at you? Uh, because there's a lot to jump out at you. This is a really good team you're playing. But when you look at this team and break them down, what, what really uh, gets your attention in a hurry?
1: Well, length, uh, speed in space, and just a very physical, disruptive football team. They run the ball well and control the line of scrimmage on offense, make it really, really difficult for you to keep them behind the chains. They throw the vertical ball and the back shoulder ball as good as anybody all year long. Uh, and then defensively, it's a faster, twitchier version of what we just saw last week out of Rocky Long. A lot of movement. Uh, very aggressive approach to come get you man coverage in the back end with size and length. there's a reason they're 11-1 and it's not by accident and they're really well built well coached it's going to take everything we got to uh to try to get uh, the game going in our direction and, and play our type of ball
0: what's the vibe of this team going into a championship game uh not satisfied i'm sure with what they've got they want uh want to get a little bit more i'm sure
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're excited about being there, but uh, I think weeks before, you know, we ever got to this point, I think they realized this is possible, and, and that if we get there, man, we don't want to be just happy to take the ride, man. We want to be competitive and find a way to win it, and we know it's going to be a challenge. We know we're going in as an underdog. We have been most of the season. That's not an unfamiliar environment for us to be in, 6-0 and on the road basically uh, underdogs in every one of those games. So this is nothing new. I mean, these guys will accept the challenge and we'll try to find a way to, to make the game, you know, look the way we want it to and, and hopefully make them uncomfortable. And that's, that's, like I said, that's a huge challenge. But our guys are okay with that. They, they don't mind being in this environment at all
0: the uh, the time for preparation, uh, you knew on that Friday night how things were gonna play out. So I gotta imagine preparation time, even though you know you you don't have that extra maybe couple weeks where I know you maybe you have some graduate assistants that are able to peek ahead a little bit. but overall though, do you feel like you've got enough time to get yourself in a place right to uh, to be prepared for this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, just in terms of uh, x's and O's plenty of time to put a plan together. Uh, physically the extra day doesn't hurt. A couple dudes dinged up in the game the other day and in the week before. Uh, it's as good as we're going to get. we played a lot of Friday games on short weeks. This one, we get an extra day. We've got to utilize it best we can. We don't get any more practices in, but the prep time mentally can be helpful and the extra day physically can be helpful. Uh, our guys will be ready to play. They'll, they'll be ready to play. It's just going to come down to can we execute and match up well and, and, and make the plays we need to make to uh, to make a game of it.
0: I think you mentioned in your press conference yesterday that Andrew Peasley dealing with some injuries. Is Cooper Legas your backup going into this game?
1: More than likely. I mean, there's a chance Peasley's ready by the end of the week. The extra day doesn't hurt. Uh, but, but I, you know, we'll we'll, we'll have a plan either way. Coop's more than ready if his opportunity presents itself to play. He did a great job in spring and fall camp, got better every day. He's prepared. So we'll, it'll be a day-to-day kind of deal with Peas. We definitely don't want to put him out there if it's going to make things worse. Uh, but I, I I think he has gotten better daily. Probably a game-time decision on whether or not he's the number two or Cooper is. Okay.
0: And uh, how's Logan? I mean, I, I don't know. We rinse and repeat this question every week. I'm sure banged <laughs> up, beat to hell, but he's going to go, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Maybe, I don't know, he may feel better right now than he has all season. So he, <laughs> uh, he had, you know, luckily just bumps and bruises on Saturday nothing, or Friday, nothing significant. Uh, the extra day is going to do him some good. He'll be ready. That's just who the guy is, and we've seen it all year long. He'll be ready. You're going to need him to be ready. These guys are phenomenal on defense. We're going to have to keep them up off the turf, too. They bring pressure. They get to the quarterback as good as anybody. So it is, um, it's definitely going to be, for us, strategically, we've we got to be smart about what we do with him, where the launch point is, and the timing of things to try to help keep them off balance and make them play a little bit of an uncomfortable type of game.
0: I wanna I'm trying to figure out the right way to ask this question without making it a little bit uncomfortable, but do you sometimes just sit back and, and look at some of the coaching news and seeing some of the numbers out there and do you just shake your head at what's what's going on in the in the world and the shakeup of college football right now?
1: Well, it's it's hard not to, even if you're in the profession. It seems like yeah. that's a different profession than I'm in. I mean, that's just a different world. Um you know, I when I got into coaching back in, in ninety two, coming out of college i mean i was making six thousand dollars a year as a ga i, I i've never anticipated you uh, know the salary i have now and, and and really didn't didn't get into coaching to to make money i got into i just love ball and that's what i wanted to do i'm really blessed that god is is just financially blessed us and and just professionally blessed us in, in every way but yeah some of the things i'm seeing i, I just don't know they just blow my mind i that's i know the nature of the sport and it is a big business and there's a then you're a very you're the most visible uh probably entity on a campus and for a university and so i get it but i'm not sure any of these are things that we saw coming
0: well and, and we had matt wells on at halftime and and he dropped a line that i thought was really impressive and he said look we we all knew what we were getting into when we took that job at texas tech and and you know, with the uh, with the checks and everything else, comes a, a real high level of uh, of uh, accountability where it, you can be five and three and things are going. You feel like you got things on the right track, and even then, you can be shown the door.
1: Yeah, there's there's zero patience, and obviously, with the big salaries uh, and the contracts the way they are, there comes a tremendous amount of pressure. There is no job security anymore in, in the sport and the profession, and, and that's why you've got to have a great agent and you've got to have a great contract. Because you know, the, the, just the patience is not there. Uh, it, it's just gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. And I mean, you got a family to take care of, and you got coaches and their families to take care of. So if if people are going to make a move, then then obviously there needs to be some security. And uh, you've got security on both sides. There's buyouts to, to hire coaches, and there's there's payouts to to, to move on. And uh, it's it's ugly at times, and it definitely is is muddy and, and sloppy at times in this transition phase, but. But it is where it's headed, and it's the same way in the NFL, and it's not likely to change.
0: So um, I filled out my ballot for the uh, Mountain West Conference awards. I had Devin Tompkins as the offensive player of the year, the Cameron Thomas who you're going to see as defensive player of the year. I named you as coach of the year, um, and, and uh, the awards were announced. Uh, Carson Strong is the offensive player of the year. Brady Hill coach of the year. I don't want you. To, you don't have to comment on the coach of the year. I think you got hosed on that, but uh, you don't need to make a comment on that. Uh, but overall, Devin Tompkins, um i don't know how he doesn't walk away with the award with all the accolades. I'm—I'm I'm surprised and frankly a little disheartened that he's not taking home that hardware.
1: Yeah, well, you—you you know what my vote would be. There's no doubt um, a dude that has impacted a, a team in the way that, that any better than he has. I, I just haven't seen it. I mean, to go from one and five to nine and three, playing for a title, and to lead the country like he has at five foot eight, 160 pounds. I mean, that, that just tells you everything you need to know. So I, I've never been a big fan of preseason awards and, and not much bigger fan of postseason because it just doesn't really tell the tale. Uh, there's, yeah. there's some gaps and holes in there. And of Strong deserves a ton of credit. I watched him get up off the turf all year long and have put up great numbers. And, and for, you know, 11-1, Coach Hulk deserves everything he gets. Uh, so I, I just wish there was more room for some of the other guys on our squad. Uh, and, and, yeah, I absolutely believe Devin is, is an MVP. He, he absolutely is for us. But uh, that, that's a yearly thing. It's, it's not a perfect system. There's no way for it to be. Uh, everybody that got something is is worthy. Uh, there just always are guys that are left out and, and fall between the cracks because it's just it's just hard to fit them all in. So I, I hate that for him. But I also know this. He'd much rather raise that trophy on Saturday afternoon yep. than he would be MVP, and, and uh, I think we're all we all in the same frame of mind. That that's really the ultimate goal, and it's always been about the team and being selfless uh, since day one. And we're going to keep we're going to keep it that way as long as I'm
0: here. Coach Blake Anderson joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network as Utah State takes on uh, San Diego State. So uh, I know the answer to this, but I'll ask you it anyway. Does the benefit of winning a division title outweigh? Maybe uh, not being able to go and get some eyes on some recruits this weekend.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I love having to call these guys and say, "Guys, we're sorry we can't be there. We're trying to, we're trying to finish this thing off with a championship." You know, the the schools that are bumping by to see us just because they don't have anything to do this week. But it, uh, <laughs> you know, it, I'd much rather be making phone calls and preparing to win a championship than than be on the road this week. That that is the way we always want it to be. And uh, we're fortunate to be in that situation. I think our kids that we're recruiting, uh, they, I think they understand that and they appreciate uh, that we've earned this opportunity and, and they'll wait another week to see us.
0: Have you had conversations with uh, or had opportunities on kids late in late November that maybe you, you weren't having in August just based on the kind of season you've had?
1: I, I think some, uh, some guys' eyes have opened up. You know, we, we were honest in the beginning. Look, we're coming off one and five. We don't really know what to expect. We're going to get this thing rolling. It may take a while. I don't, you know, we we didn't make a bunch of false promises because we really didn't know what we had. We just told them to trust that we're going to to infuse a bunch of energy into the place. We're going to work our tails off. We're going to create a great environment and culture that you want to be a part of. And we are going to compete for championships. We just didn't put any timeline on when that would be. I think everybody's surprised that it's happened this quickly. Including us. I mean, you don't, you don't, you just don't make those guarantees. It's too hard to get there. It's 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 too big of a task to to make false promises. We just wanted to be truthful. Uh, but I would tell you that some guys have eyes have been open that are that are looking our way that maybe weren't thinking that a month ago, and, and that's the product of winning and, and creating some uh, excitement around a program. Yeah, no doubt.
0: Well, coach, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, look forward to catching up with you again. Uh, coming up later on tonight.
1: We'll see you then.
0: You got it. There he is, the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson.